Oh, hold on. Make sure because Becca will probably come back in. Okay. Oh, it's fine. The sound of the door opening is fine. Oh, okay. 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 So, hey, Connor. Hi, Jess. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, it's going good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You saw Tenacious D last night? Yep. They were probably the best band I've ever seen live. Jack the, Black. Out of everyone oh, you've ever seen? Yeah. What, for showmanship or for quality of performance? Their show was the best show I've ever like actually physically seen because they did everything. But then also, every song of theirs is like an absolute banger. So everyone was An absolute along. slap, yeah. as one might say. A slap in the face. A slap and a bop. <laughs> <laughs> Mo gets really annoyed every time I say, oh, this song is a slap. <laughs> he goes, no, it's a bop. <laughs> yeah. I think he just hates the word slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of these before, but basically the way it works is it's all about working in customer service. Um, and so we start out by going through your CV. Ooh. So if you could start off <clears throat> from your first job. It was a jewel cough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both know we're about yeah. to speak. So if you could start off by from your first job and then to where you are now. Okay. You've had a lot of customer service jobs, I think. Yeah. My CV is very extensive. So I started off... Very expensive. (laughs) It's an expensive CV. Get ready. (laughs) High priced. Um, So I started off when I was a few weeks after turning 16. I started at Alton Towers on the Smiler, which was... The infamous Smiler. Yeah. It was was pre-massive accident. So that was good. But... I did have to have the horrendous uniform, which was, oh, because no one will know. So it's a pair of Doc Martens, like really, these really stripy socks. Yeah. Um, and it was also like yellow suspenders, a cap, and then another thing that said smile. And like whenever I'd walk anywhere, everyone would be like, smile. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to. This is ridiculous. Like, it, like anywhere I went. I, and also, so I live in a place called Stoke-on-Trent, which <clears throat> for anyone who knows England, they won't know about Stoke-on-Trent because it's just like the scum of the earth people. Like <laughs> the show, The Undateables, it's like the talent pool for them. Like, <laughs> so I used to go to the bus station and I used to have to wear my smiley uniform and everyone would always like... These people are like nuts, like actually nuts. And mm. they'd always be coming in and saying like, oh, you're going to get me free tickets to the Smiler? And I'd be like, no, it's like 6.30 in the morning. You just <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> and they'd always follow me around and shout stuff at me. And I had to do that for a year. So that was pretty horrendous. So how long after you left did the big uh, roller coaster accident happen? It was like really soon after. So for anyone that doesn't know... Um, because, base, well, base, most people know, but the there was a big accident on a roller coaster called the Smiler, and it crashed into like another. Yeah, so another they car were or something. They were doing like a test run. I think it had broken. Mm-hmm. They did a test run. Someone, someone else around when the other cart hadn't come back. So as this other cart came around with passengers on it, it like smashed into the back of another one after doing a loop. So it, it was, was like, pretty bad. Yeah. A couple of people lost their legs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the payouts were like over a million per yeah, person. Yeah, So, and it shut down for a while. And literally, I remember when I was there the summer, yeah, because the summer after after I left. So the summer before, we'd be there to like, I don't know, like nine o'clock at night because the ride would close at seven and then you'd be there until everyone left. So if it was a two hour queue, you were there till nine. It was mm. ridiculous. And the year after, they were closing the park at four because nobody was there. Like, that's how much of an effect it really? had. Yeah, it was... Is it still running now? Yeah, it's still it's running. It's up and running? Yeah. They, like, I think they've, like, they've recovered now from it because they've mm-hmm. had, like, a few new rides and stuff. I would not go on it. I... The funny thing is... From... I've, Sorry, go on. Oh, that's okay. Um, I've, been, <laughs> I've been on it over, like, 13, 14 times just because we had, like, mm-hmm. we could do. But we used to go on it without, like, like the safety on it, so we'd go, like, at an increased speed. Mm. And, like, to know that now... It's very scary. Yeah, of course. Because we could have lost the legs. But we didn't. But someone else did. Yeah. Not us. I'm not a big roller coaster person. You're not? No, I think 
I mean, you probably know if this is true or not, but I always have this vision of uh, like amusement parks and stuff. It's just like, I don't know. Just, I mean, basically young teenagers running all these rides, which is pretty much, I mean, you would know. Yeah. But not to say that like they're not qualified to run rides or anything, but, you know, I get nervous flying on a plane with like qualified pilots and all this other stuff. It's, I mean, it is great. So like a point to make is that I didn't actually work working as a ride operator mm-hmm. i was like in the shop so i had nothing to do with the ride itself okay just i was just below it but the people who were on the ride like i looking back i wouldn't trust them as much as probably i did do then i was like yeah sure they know what they're doing but like i know the training that i got for the ride just to work on the, in retail so i don't think that the ride would have been much more do you reckon it was just a case of push this button to go push it this button literally to was that yeah okay. but I mean, clearly didn't follow protocol. Anyway, that was grim. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. We're not allowed to say the names, are we, of places? Um, I can be vague. You can be... Well, you can be as specific as you want in your description. Yeah. So you can give us clues and stuff. If you've worked in, like, a McDonald's or a Starbucks, then you can say the name because everyone on God's green earth has worked in a mcdonald's or a starbucks probably yeah that's true but i wouldn't be too specific and also you can talk about people if you're going to say something negative then make up a name if you're going to say something positive then you can name the person okay okay um so after so yeah so i worked at alton towers for a year but um it's seasonal so come september time no not september november there was just no work so you had to move on and do something else or if you were like high up you could stay there but like I, I wasn't high up and I didn't want to be so I moved on to a supermarket chain quite a big one um and I worked there for eight months I want to say so it was six months and I know why because you've got no perks from working there until you work there for six months and you got 10% off which is pathetic 10% off. that's it yeah so and also and this is kind of one of the things with um, retail pay that I've always thought. Like, it's pretty crazy. So you know how, at the moment, they're trying to increase the minimum wage to £10. Well, mm-hmm. Labour want to. Right. I don't really know if that's a good idea. I think that's too much because, like, smaller businesses can't afford that. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that there should be, like, a base thing for everything. So when I was under 18, I was in in five pound 20 an hour at this place mm-hmm. and if i turned 18 i would have got an extra one pound 70 which doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a lot but i would have an extra 100 pound a month right. and i wasn't getting things any cheaper because i was 17 mm-hmm. but i was earning a lot less money which i didn't like but um but this place where i worked basically it was in the middle of this place called leak and i don't mind offending people from leak all the Leak fans who are listening. But Leak is quite a... It's an area where if you're not from Leak, people know that you're not from Leak, and so they're quite selective over who they talk to. So everybody in this place where I worked was from Leak, and I was not. And so I was like the odd one out. So I'd come into work, and I'd literally be like, you're right, guys. And they would not even look at me. Really? I was like, ah. Oh. And this went on for six months. And it was really hard. It was really hard working there. And uh, it was just... It was like everything you'd not want from a retail job because it was just really boring. It's just the same. So like um, I was at college at the same time and I would come out from college on a Tuesday. I'd do, I'd, I'd come out from college about five o'clock and I'd have to be in my work for six. I'd get in and they'd be like, yeah, Connor, so you just take a few of the cages out. So I'd do that for like an hour and a bit. And then, and then everyone would leave and I was on general merchandising. And then... Um, and then they were like, yeah, so just tidy up for the rest of the time, which was two and a half hours. So there isn't that much you can do in two and a half hours, as in like tidying up. So I'd do as much as I could, and then I'd just sit for like an hour and just wait for my shift to end on my own. Mm. And it was really, really long. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't have too many horror stories from there. No. There was one. Was it just more boring than anything? Yeah. No, it was just... It was just long like I, it was one of those sh- it was because i worked saturday sunday as well mm. so i didn't have a weekend so i think i literally went like i think it was about well it would have been six months where i didn't have like a week off yeah because i was always either at college or at work so 
Yeah, pretty... go on, what's this horror story? So the horror story, well, it wasn't, it's not really much of a horror story, but actually two from there, potentially. Um, so at Christmas, it got really busy. And I went, I got the bus in, wasn't driving, got the bus in, and I left with an hour to my shift. It normally took about half an hour to get in. But because of Christmas, it was like, really, and Leek is quite a small town, so mm-hmm. I couldn't get in. So I got in 15 minutes late. And uh, anyway, couldn't really do anything about it. And my boss came up to me and he was like, why are you late, Connor? I was like, oh, the buses were really like, it was rampant, like just everywhere was gridlocked. And he said, he was like, so yeah, so you're not telling me though, why are you late? I was like, cause I couldn't get anywhere. He said, couldn't you have walked? I was like, that would have taken longer cause it's a bus on a road. Like <laughs> I'm not quicker than that. Um, and he was like, okay, well, just to let you know, we're going to take like an hour's pay off, you know? I was like, an hour. I was like, well, I'm 15 minutes late. He was like, yeah, but that's part of the hour. So I just worked 45 minutes for free. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he said, just make sure it doesn't happen again. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just tell all of the traffic in, <laughs> at Christmas just to not be there next time, shall I? Um, and the other one from there, which is the bad place. This is probably the worst one. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Um, get ready. It was, uh, so basically in general merchandising, we had like our own little section and then in the middle of the store, this store is one I didn't go to as a, like a consumer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the right word. I was going to say customer, but they're the same thing anyway. Uh, yeah, I think so. Come customer. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, so there was in the middle of the store, there was one aisle that sold light bulbs and that was part of our general merchandising. So I only ever went to this part of the store just to do the light bulbs. And it, this was at Christmas. So I went there and this was on my late shift. So I was on my own. So I went there and uh, this woman came up to me when I was in this middle aisle. And she goes, um, sorry, do you know where I can get the crackers? I was like, oh, Christmas crackers. Yeah, they're just at the bottom um, on general merchandising. She was like, no, 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 no. Not Christmas crackers, like actual crackers. I was like, oh, sorry, I actually don't know the store that well. Um, I said, but if you go on one of the other aisles, there should be someone who can show you where they are. She was like, someone like you. I was like, yeah, someone like me, but not me. <laughs> and then she was like, why not you? I was like, because I don't know where they are. <laughs> and she said, right, okay, what's your name? Connor? Okay, yeah, I'm going to report you. I was like, for what? And then she was like, you, you, you're not showing me? Like, why can't you take me to someone? And I was like, because I don't, I don't know where they are. Like, I'll be searching for them the same amount that... that that you will mm. so why and then she, and, and then she was like okay i'm gonna go make a complaint i was like all right then go make a complaint and she stormed off and then oh, i just dear. she didn't make a complaint stupid <laughs> bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh dear okay so what did you do after the supermarket i've um, never worked in a supermarket that's one thing i've never done it's never appealed to me though uh, yeah i don't i i couldn't recommend it enough enough <laughs> the opposite of enough <laughs> not enough <laughs> it, yeah it's 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 quite soul destroying i think because it's kind of you don't you're not doing anything it's like the same thing yeah i was gonna say it strikes me as the most monotonous job you could have because yeah. if you're not stacking shelves then you're just on a till or breaking down deliveries or sorting out a cage yeah and it's just i'm those... familiar with that a little bit from my like department store days because we'd get big these big right. crates on wheels with deliveries and stuff and we'd have to do that and that was the most boring part of the job for me so yeah how long were you there for like a couple of years like two years yeah and it does become really soul destroying when you're just doing the same shit every day and a supermarket seems to be very like strict in what the tasks are yeah and there's that's there's no like wiggle room and also i think it's one of those places where the people you work with have to make the job and mm-hmm. if they're boring then the job's boring because the job is already boring enough so the pe- at least the people have to be fun yeah but my people weren't fun because they didn't talk to me oh so you were really I, bullied i was i was physically <laughs> and also <laughs> i've never looked at a i've never been in a supermarket this is gonna sound really weird but i've never looked at someone working in a supermarket and thought oh you know what i really like your uniform and if oh, i'm yeah. not in like a comfortable uniform then it it really puts me off yeah our uniform was um it was kind of like nylony as well mm-hmm. so like it's like polo tops yeah, yeah yeah and it got hot i don't look good in polo tops so it wouldn't work neither do i no i don't look good in anything okay, but yeah. it was <laughs> okay yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> um no but yeah it, it was it was it was just like an awful place and 
like I remember one morning I went in and I've been out the night before because like I said it was Saturday Sunday mm-hmm. and um we had a few drinks and I woke up um and I was literally like still completely drunk and I went in and I was like drunk for half my shift but like not like a oh yeah I was dr-, like I was drunk for half of my shift mm. and then I but then the worst thing is I started sobering up like getting my hangover as I was still there. Yeah. So it was like the worst of both worlds. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was just horrendous. But after that, I took a couple of months off, um, just doing my A-levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we moved to university, which is where I met you. Me. But not at this time, really, was it? When did we When did we meet? We didn't become properly? friends until second year. Nah, that's a lie. No, we didn't become friends until the, like, the end of first year. The end year. of first yeah. year, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was yeah this was kind of prior to knowing you so i worked in a a chain pub place which the pub that everyone in england has has always gone to. yeah a cutlery pub okay yeah that's clever that's creative i like that um so i worked there for four months i think it was which is not long not long but my god did it feel (laughs) long enough four years (laughs) (laughs) it was the single worst job I have ever had in my entire life, bar none. That's great. Tell me <clears> why. It was just an absolute shit show of like, you just worked the longest hours doing just the worst stuff. Customers who were there were clearly not like highbrow customers, which also, I mean, they can be bad in themselves because they can be rude, but these were rude because they were just like, oh, it's only this sort of food. Like, it's only cheap food, so just... And I think everyone there thought that you were an idiot because you worked there, which I don't see myself as that much of an idiot. And, like, the, the people I worked with, there was a few people from uni I worked with who were there, and they were great. But kind of the rest of the people were, like, the type of people who sit in coffee shops playing Nintendo DS and, like, just kind of, you know, like, socially awkward... But they were like their own little community of like the ragtag group of kids literally in the playground. Yeah. 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 Um and so the management was pretty horrendous there. And oh god, there's just this my my go to story from there is so I came in, I was eighteen at the time. I came in and I had the smallest bit of stubble. Right. And I mean small. And one of my bosses came up to me and said, Connor, you're going to have to go and shave. I was like, sorry? He was like, you're going to have to go and shave. I was like, well, why is that? He said, because you have to be clean shaven here. So I looked at every other male member of staff who all had full beards, and including him, by the way. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because you all have, like, you all have beards. He said, yeah, but you have to have like a full beard. I was like, oh, well, how am I going to get to a full beard if I have to keep shaving it now? And he was like, you need to book time off. I was like, Are you being, I need to have holiday. I was like, if I come up to you and say, can I have two weeks off to grow a beard? You're going to be okay with that? He's like, no. I was like, so I don't understand that. It's He's the ultimate like, paradox. Yeah. <laughs> so then he was like, okay, well, either way, you're going to go, you're going to have to go and shave. And also I should mention that like this stubble that I'd had, I'd had when I got the job, and every shift since. Mm-hmm. Like, it was something I kept up. So he said, you're going to have to go and shave. I was like, well, I haven't got a razor. And also, I have sensitive skin. So, <laughs> I, t- <laughs> so I-, I need, like, the proper stuff. Like, Do you have stuff. coconut oil? <laughs> um, and he said, well, you can go and buy some from Boots down the road. I was like, I'm okay, thank you. Like, I don't- You should have said, are you going to give me the money for it? Yeah, well, I should have. But I was weak at the time. <laughs> um, and he said... He was like, okay, well, we have this, like, crappy little razor for you. He didn't say that, but he said, we have this razor for you. Was it, like, a shared razor? Oh, God, no. It was, like, it was, like, you know, those, you know, you can go the, buy those packs and they're, like, really cheap ones. Oh, like, yeah, made by yeah, Bic. Yeah. Like, it's those Bic. ones. Um, <laughs> so yeah. they make pens and razor Yeah, I was blades. just going to say, <laughs> don't buy your razors from where you also buy your pens. <laughs> and, um, so, so he gave me those and I had to go in the horrible little toilet where like all the kitchen stuff used it to just smut like poo and was like scutter mm. all up the toilet like it was horrendous shaved in there came out cuts all over my face spots beginning because of my sensitive skin and then he was like oh by the way we're taking an hour's pay off you i was like <gasps> no. why he was like because you weren't working i was like but you told me not to work 
And he was like, yeah, I don't care. Like that, you're, you're not getting paid for this artwork. So I was like, oh, okay, well. And, that, and then it was all downhill from there, really. And they made you look, they made you look bad. They made your skin look bad. Yeah, I was spotty. Was it like that bit in The Grinch when he shaves and then he's got all the little <laughs> <laughs> tissues yeah. on his Yeah, I didn't even cheap. have tissues because it would have just been like horrible toilet paper that's probably been used and whilst on. That's gross. Uh, you probably were this close to getting an infection. Yeah. I, oh, honestly. So I, so I worked there for a bit more. and um, Yeah, you were pretty miserable, I remember. Yeah. It, the thing is, is, I think it speaks volumes at their turnover of stuff. So the entire three years we were there, they were always advertising for new stuff mm. because their turnover was so high. So many people would come in and be like, this is awful. And then they'd have to, they'd leave like a couple of weeks later. Yeah, it's a big indicator <laughs> of like the fact that people don't want to fucking work there. Yeah. And, um, oh, like, I mean, there were some shifts where you do, I did like a Friday night and it was like six till close, which close was, close was one, but it took three hours to clean up the store. Really? Yeah and also you'd have to like they'd put you in for like the eight o'clock shift as well so mm. you'd literally go home and they That's like they weren't allowed to but they did anyway because they had no staff and uh i remember one on my first close we cleaned the store and i didn't really know what to do because like i'd never cleaned down the store before so i was like asking and anyway it got to half three and because it had been a busy shift they were like oh we can all have a pint like on the like just as like a celebration kind of thing i was like oh okay that's like a small bit of hope mm. and um anyway I'd done all the stuff that I needed to do. And I said to the woman who, who was the boss, uh, she said, I said, can I go and like grab my stuff? And uh, am I right to finish now? And she was like, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, you go get your stuff and like, sit down. What pint do you want? I was like, oh, I don't know, whatever. So she got me a pint and then everyone sat down and and then uh, I had my coat on. And they were like, oh, Connor, um, have you done the mopping? I was like, am I supposed to? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you need to go and do the mopping. I was like, but you just told me I was I could finish. Oh, I know, and this was another woman. So I was like, oh, well, she just said I could finish. And then uh, she was like, no, 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 no. It's actually a kind of our thing. So it's, if it's your first close, then you do the mop in. And it's not like, you'll know like that. It's not a quick job. No, it's a big place. Yeah. And it was like behind the bar, the entire, like everywhere. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, for God's sake. So then, so I had to go and do this mop in on my own. Everyone else was sat down, like having their knees up, enjoying the pints. I finished it finally. Uh, it came to, it was like four in the morning, finished it, went to the table and they were like, yeah, come on, Connie, you need to drink up now because we, 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 we want to go, go home. home. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so do I. Um, so I was like, you know, I'll just tip the pint away. And so they tipped it away and then I went home and then no. I was in again at eight in the morning. That's so sad. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. They do that where I work now, like they'll finish and then if it's a, a particularly rough shift or if we finish really late, they'll be like, oh, let's all sit down and have a drink. I'm like, no, I want to go home. Yeah. Fuck off. If I was working with all my best friends, then obviously I would, but I'm not going to sit for another hour and when I, it's like one in the morning. I've, I've never understood that mentality of people. Where I'll get like, a drink to take away and bring home with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, what? why do you love, especially like the places that we've worked, like why do they want to stay there for longer than they have to? I want to be there. I want to get there as like as my shift starts and leave the moment that the minute it ends it finishes, yeah. yeah and that's what i do at my current job now mm-hmm. like i'll well one of my current jobs right i'll get that as it starts and the moment that it turns my shift ended, off, i'm yeah. gone when i clock off i clock out do you know what i mean yeah i don't even talk to people on the way out <laughs> clock out just collapse <laughs> when I on clock the floor out, I clock out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no my point being like it's if you if you worked a nine to five and afterwards everyone was like oh yeah let's go out for a quick drink that's great I could mm-hmm. be home by six o'clock yeah I'm not gonna stay when it's past midnight it's the next day I get yeah. so depressed when I finish work after twelve and I think God it's tomorrow I've been here for uh, more than a day especially when you have a shift that day as well and you're like yeah yeah so I'm back here today mm. oh horrendous it's the worst. so yeah what do you do after this after that one oh God what did I do oh, oh you worked in a I barista. Worked- you were a barista. Yeah, I was yeah. a barista, and I still am actually. Yeah, hasn't hasn't stopped. Um, but yeah, so I worked in this place for two years. Um, it's a, another chain, kind of coffee. Well, it's not a chain coffee place. It's a chain retail store, mm-hmm. but with a coffee, like part of it. And that is, I'm happy to say, the best job I ever had. That was really fantastic. Um, the manager was like one of the nicest guys i've ever met mm-hmm. and like it was it was that again it was that thing of like the staff made it really good yeah. it's the first place i've like 
worked out where I actually made proper friends there. Mm-hmm. So like those people, I was like, we'd go out on a Saturday night because obviously it was in Salisbury, so it was like quiet. Mm. It was quite um a small group of people. Um, so yeah, and that was really good. So I worked there for two years. When I came back home to Stoke, I, w- <laughs> I worked in that store's coffee shop. And that was actually, again, one of the worst jobs I ever had. Um, but that was only for two months. So, I, But I was really miserable at the time because um, we just paid for our first house to move out of uni. This was from the break from first year to second year. Mm-hmm. So I was already like £700 in debt from this house because it just cost so much to get it done. But throughout the summer, I was working every single day. But I was never, because it was Stoke, like the, the wage is less. So I wasn't earning enough. I was basically earning enough to pay rent every month for two months. Mm. But that was it. But I wasn't living in the house. So I was literally earning money to pay the rent on a house I wasn't living in. But I was like working every day for it. Didn't do anything else. Everyone else was going on holidays and stuff. I couldn't go. Um, And that was, it's pretty hard to describe like how demanding of a job it was. So my, my boss was really she was really strict like really strict and uh if you were if we were to have like a conversation like this we could do it for maybe two minutes and mm. then she would be like why aren't you cleaning it's like because i don't want oh, to i fucking hate that it's... i hate the whole i've said it before but i hate the whole fake cleaning thing oh because i think you should be rewarded for doing your work and then having leftover time it shouldn't be a case of like well now you need to find something else to do yeah i mean i i do understand it to an extent because they are paying you Mm. to be there and work but it's like like for example on that place in in this one there was three hours once where it was just like back-to-back people three hours of non-stop serving like making coffee getting orders all that kind of stuff putting through things through the tail and the the rush died down finally and um i was like oh thank god thank god for that so I got a water and started talking to this girl I knew who I used to go to school with who worked there. And then my, my boss came over. She was like, come on, guys, why aren't you cleaning? Like, we haven't done any cleaning today. It's like, yeah, I know we haven't. Like, we've been really busy. That's mm. why. And then she was like, okay, we'll do it now. And I was like, oh, just give me a break. Like, I don't, I literally, because it was only, I only did like six hour shifts. So I just, I think I just skimmed the break. So I did, or they put me in for 5.45. Right. So I'd like, they didn't have to give me a break. Yeah. So they were cheeky like that. Cheeky cheeky little boys um (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh in that place so one one of the big things that they did there was you had to sit you had to go in the back this was my job they put me on dishwash which was like i i I don't want to say it was sexist but i was the only guy who worked there Mm. and all the other women were out the front like doing the food and stuff like that and like they'd bring me out if they needed me but for the most part, they'd be like, it was that kind of thing of, you're the man, you're strong, you can lift all the dishes. And like, we don't, we don't want to do that. And, um, and that literally, that was the thing. They used to be like, well, you're strong though, you can do it. And I was like, I, that's not the point. Mm. Like, just because I'm a, anyway, that's a tangent. Um, but, so I used to. W- no, but the, it's, it's, it's an interesting point. It's a thing that still, ex- I, I've experienced it a lot. I've never worked with a female KP but then again like in, in kp what's kp uh kitchen porter so like dishwasher and oh, okay. all this so um but then again like where i've worked the kps they're they're lugging like armfuls of plates up and down the stairs i couldn't do it even if i wanted to because yeah. i'm a bit of a weakling <laughs> but so i think it is probably a, a what's the word i'm looking for like a pre predecessor predecessor i don't know predecessor i don't know it's it's like a done thing predecessor park <laughs> it's a done thing like yeah in the industry I, I, I i understand it i understand when you know i understand that they're saying like you like if it's like a small older woman and she's like can you take these bottles a here? frail grandma yeah <laughs> you're please, like no <laughs> please take them <laughs> no this is your job um but i do understand it i am happy to do it it's just i think it's more the expectancy of me to like do the it presumption that you're yeah, just gonna it's do like, it well anyway. you're the guy you go and do it whereas like, you're saying if they just asked you nicely then you wouldn't mind yeah i don't all. need i don't need a reason i don't need to like if they yeah. if they said can you just go and take the bends i'm like sure sure but it's you're a guy. Can you go and take the bins? It's yeah. Like, I, and I, I used to say to him, you're a woman. Can you go and do the cleaning? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, you can't say that. And I'm like, well, don't assume that I'm going to just mm. do it. But um, anyway, so in this place, there was there was trays. There was uh, trolleys of trays, 10 each. Two like industrial-sized dishwashers, 
So my job, which is pretty crazy, this was in the middle of summer. It's quite a hot summer. There's no windows, no aircon. So I just have to unload all the trays, put them, get get all the stuff off, scrape them all off, put them in the dishwasher. Then, and so, those, so like I said, those four, so it was 40 trays at any given time. Mm. So I had to do that, get them out, stack them on a trolley, then take them to where they need to be. And also, I needed to clean all of the tables outside um, and like wash... So I, had to, so I had to basically, yeah, so I was, I was like going around, clean all the plates outside, putting them on these trolleys for me to do, but I couldn't see outside. So every time I'd get on top of like two trolleys and get them away, one of the lazy women from outside would be like, yeah, Connor, can you just come and like do all the things? And I'm like, it's, <laughs> it, it was about, it was about 50 tables, yeah. probably more. And it was like, it was, I'd literally be sweating. Like, you know, I, I sweat quite a lot, but yeah, like, I, I had I like a know. face of sweat every single shift because it was ju- oh and i had to wear like one of these stupid little hats as well mm. on my head um that didn't suit me and um oh god tragic it was, <laughs> was never going to do anything in there women didn't like me um <laughs> but it was uh, it was just it was just like it was hard work i think that was the thing and it was like labor ne- physical labor yeah but it was like yeah. needless needlessly hard work when people would people could help me and the, the biggest like kick in the balls would be i'd go out to do all these things and all the women would just be there just like having a gander like having a talk even though they couldn't like even though this boss would be like yeah you need to clean they just do it like really half assed yeah and then i'd be like running around sweating trying to get it done and they'd still like have a go at me and it was mm. just that was that was a long 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 job yeah but that was only for two months and after i never went back i didn't go back the summer after i just yeah i just had the summer off and um, where uh then what do you do after that then i went to work in a camp in america mm-hmm. i suppose you could say is a job didn't really feel like one uh it it was in, in a sense it was like a customer service job but not too much yeah what did you do after that um then i oddly enough came well when i came back from there i moved back home and really struggled for ages like considering i had two years of barista and like you've just seen my cv like i worked in quite a few places yeah so i was applying for jobs in the industry that we want to go into mm-hmm. film and tv and all that kind of stuff wasn't getting anywhere i had like a few minor successes mm-hmm. of like an odd day here and there on this show but nothing to like write home about and um so i was like okay i was, I was very adamant i'm not i wasn't going to get a job but then it got to a point where i was like I couldn't survive. Like I didn't, I didn't have any money. I was trying to like get a car. So like, I need something. So I was just applying for tons of jobs and I couldn't get anything, which is really weird. So I actually went to like, maybe sign up on the doll. Really? Yeah. I haven't told I you that before. That, no. no. So I, I just like looked into, cause I was like, I can't, I can't do anything. Like this is ridiculous. Mm. But I went in and they said, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to be, I want to work as a runner in TV and film. And obviously there's no way they're going to get me that. So they said, so what else do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, like maybe work in like film, uh, not film. like <laughs> <laughs> just, so just You know, film. they can't get you film and you're like, yeah, I want to work in film. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but they were, no, it was like, like coffee shops. I was like, I don't mind working in there. Don't mind that. <clears throat> and they're like, okay. But they said, because you're under... I think it was under 22 um you're gonna have to go and do like 76 hours of training as to how to get a job oh i was like no but i know how to do that you've had many many yeah, jobs. like clearly i do and he even said like i know you do but you need to do that mm. and so i was like for the sake of what would be like 50 quid a week it's not worth i'm it. not gonna do i'm not no. gonna do it so i just i just never did it yeah kind of suffered for a couple of months not doing anything <clears throat> then I went to Australia to visit my girlfriend. Oh, sorry. <coughs> oh. Oh, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, did, I, did Mo tell you what happened last night? No, please so tell he me. Came in. <laughs> oh, so, wow. So, so, so you guys came back from this concert and I guess he was in here doing work. Yeah, And I was, fell yeah. asleep in the room. <laughs> And um, he came in and it was like pitch black and I was dead asleep. And then I woke up as he came in, but I was kind of in that half daze. And then he came in, got into bed. And I just heard, and I was facing away from him and he said, 
good night Jess love you and I turned around but because it was so dark it looked like him but it also didn't look like him and I knew you guys were here so I thought maybe one of you had got into bed and said I love you just in like a split second so I turned around and I went oh my god what And he was so upset that I'd reacted that way. He was so, he started laughing so much. But it's just his face looked like morphed in the darkness. Oh. And then a couple of weeks ago, he he came back late from work. And again, I was he woke me up as he came in, but I was like half asleep, half not. And so I saw him come through the door and then I fell asleep again. So in reality, it had only been a couple of seconds, but for me, it felt like ages. Yeah. And I opened my eyes and he was standing by the bed and he was looking at me. Oh. <laughs> and I went, Mo. Oh, he just no. laughed so much. That's uh, that's also funny because we didn't see you yesterday. <laughs> so like, if we just come in, like, night, Jess, love you. <laughs> oh, hi, like, Connor. <laughs> in bed, lying next to me. I was so spooked. It was really bizarre. Mo's on the sofa tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Um, have you ever told the story on here about when we nearly died? Oh, the oh wow thing. Okay, so I don't know how to describe it verbally. So basically, like, we were in. In uni, I would drive us around because I was the only one with the car. And we were coming around this. It was you, me and Mo in the car. We were coming around this bend and we're going quite fast. I don't remember why I was going so fast, but this other car came. It was quite a bend where you like couldn't see what was oncoming. And so as we were going around, this other car came swooping past and me and Connor both did the natural thing. And we were like, oh, shit thinking we were gonna get hit and then in the back mo just went oh wow <laughs> staring death in the face <laughs> his reaction was oh <laughs> <laughs> oh wow it was the opposite reaction to that situation oh god good times what was it what was the other thing he said i was like, well i can't do it over here because it was more of a facial expression but we were driving to the gym and to get into the gym car park there was a hill <laughs> and i started going up and then i stalled and i started going back down but there were cars coming behind me and I was just going, shit, shit. And Mo was just looking around like a child with like this huge smile on his face. I don't know why his reaction to danger is like to smile. So bizarre. It's, it's really weird. I'd hate to see him in war. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow, death. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway. Um, okay. Back to the point. And now you work in, well, I don't know if you still, but you do some shifts at Starbucks. I work in Starbucks currently. Um, I do so I am successfully working as a runner for one of our big channels we'll get to that in a minute Ooh, that's, okay. that's, that's something that we talk about but um, um, anyone wants to hook me up it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but uh, Starbucks 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 are there any like trade secrets that you can tell us as consumers that we would not know unless we worked there so there's this thing called a secret menu which does exist it exists at quite a lot of places, I think. Yeah, but like, so I always thought it'd be something like there's like a little menu that's like hidden under a way. <laughs> like, like an actual piece of paper. Yeah, like glitter and stuff on it. But, <laughs> but it's not, it's basically you just... It's all verbal, isn't it? Yeah, you just order stuff. But I wouldn't really say it's a, it's a secret menu because it's more just like, what do you want? We'll make it for you and charge you more With for it. With all the ingredients that we have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say, I would say, um, it's not really a secret because it's not like a... The one thing that I've noticed since working at Starbucks, and it's quite upsetting for, like, considering it's such like a mass conglomerate kind of mm-hmm. industry company kind of thing, that the um, the wastage that they produce is unparalleled to anywhere I've oh, ever worked. Like, like, even in terms of training, we would make stuff in plastic cups for no reason. Um, and then, like, we'd make the drink, and he'd be like, yep, yeah, that's good, and then just throw it away. And that happens everywhere. And like the people I work with are are really nice, um, but there's like there's things where they'll, you know, they'll they'll leave like a jug to wash, but they'll just keep the tap running for no reason, and it'll be running for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly <clears throat> just kind of going around and like trying to reduce everyone's wastage. Yeah. And like at the end of the night, we'll throw away hundreds of pounds of cakes and sandwiches. Really. Don't give them to like homeless people or anything like that. And it's just one of those things where <clears throat> since I've worked there, like I've been very aware of how much electricity and like water and wastage I produce. So now I, I like mostly carry around like a plastic cup with me to get coffee in other places just because the wastage is, it's, a, it's like a real issue. Like we even have like plastic knives and forks. Yeah. There's no need for that like at all. That's just waste. 
We sp- so. uh, I spoke about this with someone on another episode. It's almost becoming like a recurring theme. Everyone that works in the service industry says that everywhere they work, it's just fucking huge amounts of waste, yeah. plastic and like food waste as well in the in the restaurant and like, cafe industry. All this stuff could, could be going anywhere else. And I know that there are things about like health and safety and expiration dates and all this stuff, but like you could just turn a blind eye to it. Completely. It's really bad. It's... Uh, yeah, uh, it's one of those. It's one of those stores as well where, like, they have their they have their standards. So, oh, um, sorry for sorry. anyone. I, I don't know if that made a noise, but I hit the mic. But if not, then we'll carry on. Um, <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, this is so okay. So here's a secret. Um, so, you know the cups when you get like a Starbucks cup, the coffee ones. Yeah, yeah. So I I think this is like organized chaos in the way that you have to do it. But basically, when the I underworld. get a cup, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I get a cup and you have the sleeve and the lid, yes. so the lid has to be like in line, you know, like the drinking bit has yes. to be in line with the st- with the Starbucks symbol, you know, like the little, yeah, 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 so it has to be in line with that, this is what you should do, and then the sleeve that also has a Starbucks symbol, that symbol has to be directly over that symbol as well, Ooh. and when you hand it off, it has to be on the ground well not on the not like on the like you know on the counter <laughs> on the floor <laughs> yeah <laughs> spilled everywhere yeah. <laughs> um but then you have to like hand it over and slide it towards them <gasps> with the starbucks thing facing them oh my god now yeah. that you say that it's just what happens I've, it's always been slid to me yeah i didn't realize <laughs> oh i didn't realize that there were packaging secrets yeah that's really cool but that's also, a cool fact Conan. thanks but it's okay um but one of the one of the things is it's like a common misconception you know when people say they ask for your name mm-hmm. and then they're like oh no they'll do it so they'll try and like mess your name up so then you get yeah. the that's a lie it's just an accident that's every time. people are just thick okay yeah because you've like, had it loads of times i've had didn't we go to starbucks once and you said my name is connor and they wrote carter carter yeah i've had i've had carter carl colin Roy. Oh, that was the one, Roy. Roy. Yeah, Roy. That's not even remotely similar. No, I was in Waterloo, and uh, it was only it was only like crazy in Waterloo, but it was only like me and my cousin in the store, and I ordered an americano, and he was like, americano for Roy. So I looked around. I was like, there's no, there's no one else here. And I was like, who's it for? Sorry, and they were like Roy, and I went Connor, and they were like, yeah, that's it. I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> it's definitely not it. Um, and then when I was in Amsterdam, I had Kanye, which I definitely don't look like a Kanye. Kanye. Um, that's about all of them that I can remember. Mm. But I think I've always just been Jessica. It's, no other names really sound like Jessica. No. I don't say Jess, though. Do you not? For, for avoidance of getting, like, Tess or... Mess. <laughs> One time I was uh, in secondary school. I was waiting outside for a music lesson and the art teacher came in. It was really bizarre. There were like these two little kids that obviously didn't go to our school and they were just in the same hallway as me, like crying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think they were on like, like a tour of the school and they'd gotten lost or something. And the art teacher came out and she said to me, oh, can you show them to reception? And I said, yeah. And she said, what's your name? I was in her art class. So she, the <laughs> fact that she didn't know what my name was was pretty upsetting. And I said, oh, Jess. And then she turned to the girls and she was like, okay, Tess is going to show you to reception. And I was like, no, no it's not Tess. <laughs> So now I just say Jessica when I'm introducing myself to people for the first time. Yeah, that's a good... It's pretty hard to confuse with anything else. It's a, it's a weird thing when people get your name wrong because you, you have to snap it up straight away. Yeah, you cut that shit down immediately or that's your new name. Yeah, you know my one, right? The one that I hate. Do you know it? No, okay. So it's Con. Oh, yeah. When people call I me Con. I called you Con once. Oh, and, yeah, oh I have to. Yeah, you shut that down. I, one of the women I work with, actually, she met me once. And then the next time I saw her, she was like, okay, con, just come and do this. And I was like, no, don't. But but the thing is, is because I was trying to be polite, because I was like, I didn't want to like shut it down and be like, no, listen here. It's not con, it's Connor. Listen here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid little coffee making bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, sorry. That's the that name just... of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Um, it's not a meme. It's just a video. And I saw it the other day. And it's this New Zealand guy. And he goes, go back to the commune, you hippies. And then no, there's this, oh, right, it's so good. He's just walking along. And then um, it's, there's this like woman who's quite overweight and she's wearing like a, like a purple, like a purple jumper. Uh-huh. She walks past and she says something to him and he goes, look at you, you great looking slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everything's funnier in an Australian accent. Yeah. I think, it, anyway. The, ki- the Kiwi accent, I think, is Oh, like, yeah. That's... 
like the Taika Waititi kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I thought Australian was my favorite accent, but it's not. It's it's the Kiwi, and uh, and my my girlfriend is Australian, so like now I can kind of see the difference in it yeah. a lot more because there's a bit the Kiwi accent's a bit sharper, but it's so good. A bit sharper and a bit quieter as well. Yeah, which is what makes it funny. Yeah, they really are. They are so funny. Um, um, going back to what you were saying earlier about like the expectations of like men and women in the industry i've never ever ever experienced like any sexism i'm proud to say until about two weeks ago and it happened like three times in a week and it wasn't like outright sexism but it was just that kind of thing where it's like well you wouldn't be doing this to a boy would you but basically uh in my because we're in London and because I work in a restaurant, a lot of the people I work with are kind of like Eastern European men, which generally, not all of them, but generally they're a bit more like touchy-feely and a bit, they say things that like you wouldn't necessarily say, like if you were an English man, do you know what I mean? Are they like actually touchy-feely? Like what they'll grab you. So like, no, they won't like, but if they walk past you, they'll put like your hand, their hand on your lower back or something like that, you you know? And it's, I've I've worked with like English men or like other types of men that don't do that. Are these people customers, or you actually work with them? No, I work with them. Oh, okay. They're colleagues, I was going to say, yeah. if they were customers, no, if a customer did that, I'd have to say something. But yeah, okay. Yeah, so I I get that quite a lot, and uh, I had that like a fair amount the other week, and I had this uh, manager who actually quit the other week, so I can actually say this now, but he, it's just stupid shit. Like, so I. I came in and normally I have my hair already up, tied up when mm-hmm. I go to work, but I, I had a headache, so I didn't do that. So I came in and my hair was down and he came up to me and he said, I really like your hair down, by the way. And I went, oh, okay, thanks. And then he said, yeah, you look like a lioness. And I was like, oh, cringe. Oh. What, do I say, what do I say to that? Like, Because it's a compliment. So you, you want to be like, oh, thank you. But then at the same time, if I say, oh, thank you so much, then that encourages him to say- Do more stuff like do, that. Say more yeah. things like that. And it's- you know, I, it would be weird if you said that to me. <laughs> also, it's inaccurate you know? because a lion would have a mane, but a lioness would have nothing. He's incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. So not so only is he nasty, but he's also an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But aside from this, he was a nice person. But then also I had um, this group of, uh, I want to say like five boys. And they're the type of boys where they could have been 12, but they also could have been our age. Okay. They're that weird mix of adolescence. Like they had the humor of 12 year olds, but they looked like our age. There's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of people like that. Oh yeah. that That's a very specific uh, demographic. So yeah. they, they all came in and I went up to them and they were just generally being like really jokey with me. And I don't mind that at all, but it's the kind of joke where they're joking to each other and expecting me to laugh. Mm-hmm. So for example, I said, do you have any allergies? And then one of them pointed to the other one and he went, oh, he he, he's, he has allergies to nuts. And then they all laughed and I said, do you really? And, and they went, no, 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 he just loves nuts. And I was like, well, that's fucking hilarious, isn't it? Hardy har har. <laughs> but then, so then... They were paying. So I brought them the bill and I left them to work it out for a bit. And then I went up to them with the card machine and one of them said, oh, I'm paying with cash. And I said, that's fine. And then he took out his wallet and then he took out a condom and he said, do you take this as payment? And I was like, oh, no, obviously not. Am I supposed to be laughing at this? This is the thing. It wasn't funny. It wasn't offensive, but it wasn't funny either. I was like super tired and I just didn't have time for it. And then I said, no, we don't. And he went, oh, okay. And then he gave me the cash, but he did this like weird, like magic trick thing where he like made it appear and then he winked at me. And I was like, you're 12. Can you leave me alone? (laughs) Or 21. Or or 25, (laughs) yeah. And so they were just being really weird. And then- What a weird thing though. To say to a stranger. Do you take this as- Take this as payment. That's just. What that's... if I'd said yeah? Yeah, you did. Oh my god, yeah! What a great tip. I should Thank have said you for that. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> you, then... you know what you should have done? You should have done it and then give them back their change in condoms. Well, it's so... <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying though because you know when you always think of comebacks immediately after you've done it. I should have said to him like, "Yeah, I'll take it because you're not going to be using it." Oh. Well... <laughs> All the fans would have dabbed. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah they were being silly, and then the same night. I had another table and it was a group of two guys, three guys and one girl. They were older. Um, and 
they I was taking the payment and one of them started talking to me they're all really drunk and he was like have you ever been to Birmingham and I said no gladly and then he <laughs> said and then he said do you want to come and I said what to Birmingham and he said yeah do you want to go to Birmingham with me and I was like no thanks but it's just this weird thing where I've never ever had any like awkward or uncomfortable experiences until up about two weeks ago oh it just all hit you at once it all hit me at once and I, I wasn't like offended or upset by it I'm just more annoyed because it's like I don't have time for this I don't have time for these stupid jokes and kind of weird conversations conversations i know it's that's the weird thing though with customers i'd say like like it's they make the job as well like when you have Mm. good customers that are nice you're like you know especially like in my store now um it's quite quiet so Mm. you can kind of just have a chat with them they're really nice you got like your regulars and stuff but then when you get those like dick customers you're just like Oh, yeah like, it's the it, difference between a good day and a bad day yeah it? It, but the thing is it only takes one person to like just be oh, like yeah. you're just like oh for god's sake like there's no need it, the thing for me the one that i hate at the moment is when people order coffee and stuff they'll be on the phone come and order the coffee and then they'll be like so they'll be like can i have a coffee i'm like yeah sorry what like starbucks you have like a million questions to ask mm. you have to say do you want it in do you want it out do you want it uh it's small, not a simple medium, transaction yeah, yeah like there's so much to add and then I'll be like, sorry, what coffee? And then they're like, oh, what? Uh, a latte. Okay, are you taking an inner? Ow, ow, ow. And I'm like, okay, what size do you want? And like, and then, so you, so it's like a battle to just get their, their order from them. Mm. <clears throat> As if like you're interrupting them, like they've come into my store to do it. And then I'll give them a coffee at the end. And it's just, it's one thing that I've always like really hit. It's when people don't use manners. Like it's so easy to just say, thanks for that. Mm. Like it's so easy. And I, and since working again in like retail, it's something I always make sure I do. Like, if I go anywhere, I'll always be like, thank you so much. Because mm. there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than when you're sat with someone who is a rude customer. As in, like, one of your friends. Oh, yeah. It's like, really embarrassing. It's, Once you notice it, it's really embarrassing. I had it a few weeks ago. I was getting some food. And um, I can't remember who I was with. Was it with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. We- oh, there's someone else in the room, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my friend, my friend Joe is here. Um, your manager he yeah my manager yeah. just make sure i don't uh say anything bad about don't myself. give me anything scandalous yeah <laughs> no dirty little secrets great looking slut we're back again um but yeah i know what you mean it's 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 like the biggest lesson to be learned is to be polite yeah and it's so easy and it, and it goes a long way as well like just be because i think you notice it when it doesn't happen as well like when mm. someone doesn't say thank you you're like oh god's sake when but someone says like if someone just says thank you so much and when people are like so like the runner job i have Mm. um there's like people in there who are like extremely nice Mm. like and and that's one thing that's i I, i've really liked that the people in power who are like they haven't forgot where they've come from they've got the roots Mm. which is what i like because some people do and like the power goes to the head Mm. but a lot of the people i work with pretty much most of the people i work with are like uh, they're as interested in me as I am in them, which mm. is like a really nice thing to have. Um, yeah. That's nice. So um, to start to round things up, what I do is I always ask like who you are outside of customer service. So what like what you've got going on at the moment Ooh. that's nothing to do with that. Okay. So to outside of it, you. yeah. <laughs> Not just the face in the crowd. Um, I work as a runner for one of the biggest channels in England, I'd say. So. Yeah. What, the actual, the actual channel? If you want, yeah. ITV. Whoa. Whoa. The crowd applauded. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I work there. Um, work on... I'm starting a new show tomorrow, which is a long-running long soap. Mm-hmm. So I'll see how that goes. I've only got two shifts so far. Um, and then outside of that... I do a lot of script writing. Um, hopefully, going to make something soon with yourself mm-hmm. and we'll see Monroe. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, so we won't be doing that. And uh, <laughs> no, it's it's um yeah. So that's what I do. So I work in film cool. and TV essentially. That's your passion. Yeah, same as you. Yeah, cool. Um, and you like uh, Tenacious D, and you're possibly going to be most likely going to be moving to manchester very soon i'm moving to manchester soon with my australian girlfriend who left yesterday left you left me (laughs) for good and she'll be back okay cool um so uh the very last thing i do is i 
pick a couple of reviews that I've seen over the week or something. I know. I, I'm a fan of the podcast. I know. So I know how it works. You're wearing a t-shirt with my face on it. Yeah? No. Um, <laughs> so one of these is actually really interesting because you spoke about like how when people come into Starbucks or something and they just go, I'll have a coffee. That's not the end of the conversation. You have to ask them loads of other stuff. They yep. have to be way more specific. This is literally a story about that. Great. Um, this is about a coffee shop that we used to go to in Salisbury a lot. Oh, it's the good one? one. It's the good one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I couldn't believe that there were negative reviews, that I, to be honest. I can't believe it either. Okay, so it's called... The, the title of the review is Awful Service, Rude Staff. Uh, and it says, Came here with a friend last weekend. My friend ordered her drink. Paid for it. Then I waited my turn to get my order taken. And I waited. They made my friend's drink. And I waited while the staff looked at me and ignored me. Staff taking orders walked off. And it's spaced out like a poem. There's like big spaces. Yeah. Uh, Staff taking orders walked off. And I waited while the remaining staff ignored me. (laughs) My friends even commented that they were ignoring me. And I waited. This is like slam poetry. This is. Why is it really well written? Jonah Hill should have done this in 22 Jump Street. Uh, Over five minutes later, still stood there waiting. A staff member finally asked if I wanted anything. I'm there, stood waiting at a till in a coffee shop. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it was like a question mark. I love that that line. (laughs) I order a filter coffee. I'm told I can't have that. So I ask for a coffee with milk. To which, rather sarcastically... I'm asked if I want water with it. I start losing my patience with the fastidious, is that a word? Maybe maybe for him. uh, Staff that are oh do amused with their wit and insights. I think they meant oh so amused. I was going to say, this is like Shakespeare coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Which are oh do amused with their wit and insights. Uh, as a result, I discovered the coffee is average at best and there's not a hope I'll ever come back here. I'd avoid this place like the the plague. So let's break that down. So think about what you said earlier. Mm -hmm. They asked for a filter coffee. And this is like a nice cafe restaurant. They don't do filter coffee. No. And also let's let's point out that like this rest, this is the one that we love, right? So this is the place that we all used to go pretty much every single day. Great coffee. It's great. It's great service. It's an absolutely gorgeous place. They have a nice like real coffee machine. So I think asking for a filter coffee you're not really in a place that does that. No. Uh, but also, uh, so here's a, a thing that I know from Starbucks is that filter coffee costs a lot. Mm-hmm. So to have it on, you have to make sure that there's a demand for it because otherwise you lose literally like 30 quid. Really? And it's cheap as well. So filter coffee is like two quid, isn't it? So mm. um, yeah, so continue. So then she asks for a coffee with milk and that could be many things. That could be a latte, cappuccino, Americano with Cafe milk. Ole. Cafe ole. My favorite. Um, and then she says, to which she's sarcastically asked if she wants water with it. Now, I never know if these are like true. So she might think they're being sarcastic. They might be being sarcastic, but it seems like she's already set herself up to be disappointed. Yeah. And they're just asking her, most likely they're just asking her more specifically what she wants them to make. But you know, like <clears throat> I've, I've had that. So like I had a guy, I once said, um, George, um, he said, can I have an Americano? And I said, do you want that with milk? And he was like, no, it's an Americano. I was like, okay, so you don't But they it. do come with milk sometimes. Yeah. And that's what he was like. He was like, but it doesn't come with milk. I was like, no, it does. And he goes, no, it doesn't. I was like, y- yes, it does. Mm. And he literally said, if you were, this is what he said. He said, if you were abroad and you asked me if I wanted it with milk, you'd get your head chopped off. I was like, well, you're Where? clearly nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like wh- what a weird punishment that would be. You want milk with that? Well, there's your head. There's your head gone. <laughs> um, but he... Yeah, but like that. I mean, I don't think anything that they did is unreasonable because if they were busy, yeah, like just sit and wait. This thing we don't know if there's like a queue. We don't know what time this is. Too, yeah. And also the way a lot of coffee shops work is they'll take the order and then they'll go and make, make it. Yeah. Like if there's not a lot of staff or something, yeah. so it's it's only natural for you to have. To, I've had to do that. I've had to wait for someone to have their coffee made. I don't care. And I've had to make people wait as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just kind of the way it's done. Um, I had a. Uh, a couple of weeks ago this because we, we normally have a coffee machine at our restaurant but it's broken so we can't do coffee we can do tea because we have a kettle so <laughs> this guy asked for a coffee and i said oh no i'm really sorry we can't do that and he was like oh. i said well there's a costra and a pret and a nero outside like why are you getting coffee from here but he 
And I said, we've got tea. Would you like a tea instead if you want a hot drink? And he said, yeah, I'll have an Earl Grey, please. And I don't drink tea, so I don't know like what teas come with milk. And most of them do, don't they? So I, yeah. just, so I just said, would you like milk with that? And he went, um, yeah, obviously. I'm like, oh. Well, well that's, uh, again, Rude. that's completely... Because people do have that without milk. Yeah, I've but- had people have it without milk, but... I'm not offending you by asking, am I? So the, I, the response is unwarranted. Back in the day, I did used to ask if people wanted green tea with milk. Oh. And they would be like, no thanks. You never know. There's probably some freak out there that does have green tea with milk. Yeah, with almost milk. definitely. Um, and then she said, uh, I'm losing my patience with the fastidious staff. I'm sorry if that word's not right. And that uh, they're also amused with their wit and insights. It doesn't sound like they were giving her any insights or wit. So I don't know. <laughs> They're just taking her order? <laughs> they were just asking her a question, Oh, yeah. do I want milk? Water? Hmm, what an insight. That's really funny. And then the next one is... Oh, okay, so this is a, a buffet that we went to one time in Bournemouth, and we were all horrifically <sighs> full, and yeah, our I know. friend Scott made himself like throw, throw up, up to, yeah. to not be as full. So... Great place. <clears throat> Great place. I would go again. Recommended. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Not by this person, though. Um, so the title of this one is New Bad Owners. And it said, went for lunch, <laughs> empty, 700 seats, restaurant, food. She's just saying words. Uh, <laughs> horrible atmosphere, spelt with an F. Very Wait, what? Yeah. So it's, she spelt it A-T-M-O-S-F-E-R-E. <laughs> <laughs> she's, not, she's not capable of writing reviews. <laughs> Uh, very bad white men. Waiter looks. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> it took a really dark turn. Oh, okay. Um, very bad white men. Waiter looks more criminal faces. Fuck knows what this woman's trying to say. <laughs> I I have no idea. Uh, I was shocked because I don't live in Bournemouth anymore, <laughs> and my memory was great at this place. Always full. She must not. English must not be her first language because otherwise this is like Definitely really not. shameful. Um, some people inside told me the ownership as change in a terrible way. The price is also up at lunch from seven ninety nine to eight ninety nine. How uh, is anyone going to survive? <laughs> not surprised if the price will. It, have you ever seen that episode of The Office where Kevin is only saying like every other word? This is what this is reading like. <laughs> Not surprised if the price will go to a hundred pounds at lunch. I doubt it. They'll go from eight ninety nine to a hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> because the <laughs> brand new offer only a hundred eight ninety nine. God, what's next? A thousand pounds at lunch because the bad food and atmosphere again with an F experience and empty pots make you waiting long time to refill. And when they <sighs> did, was a little bit to feed a rabbit. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> How did she spell little? The same. Oh, because the way you said it, it was like little bit, little like, bit, little Marco. <laughs> I would be screaming if she spelled it L I L. Little rabbit. That's a rabbit. little rabbit. <laughs> was a uh, little bit to feed a rabbit. Never going there. Never going again there. From paradise is used to be now to hell. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Siri. You know, like Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. like, wrote that. I can't even analyze that because it's just the wording is like, I don't know what the fuck is it. All I remember is bad white men and 899. It's like someone's got a thesaurus and then gone, right, okay, well, like, we'll pick one from this. We'll pick yeah. a word from this page. All I can say is that was not my experience. There was no bad white man when no I was there. No rabbits. <laughs> no little rabbits. <laughs> and um, I wasn't paying a hundred pounds. So. I would recommend it highly. Don't take Don't listen you. to that. Uh, it's great. If you want to pay... I'm happy to pay eight ninety nine for a eight fucking all you can eat buffet. <laughs> <laughs> eat nine nine yeah. for an all you can eat buffet. That's a re- I'd pay ten ninety nine for an all you can eat buffet. I I wouldn't pay a hundred pound, but I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd pay ninety nine pounds. Yeah, uh, that is so inaccurate. Um, I don't understand what she means by bad white men. Have you got enough? To- How much time have we got left? Uh, whatever you want. Oh, can you go through? I want to. Can you do like the highlights of it again? Like, you know, the way you did it with the other one. My there's favorite so quote. There's so much to debunk from that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, I don't understand what she means when she said, went for lunch, empty, 700 seats. There's not 700 seats in there. I hope she counted them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she went around to every chair. Hmm, by the white man. It's, it's big, but it's not 700 seats. No, definitely not. And it wouldn't be empty when we went in there as full. Yeah. Uh, horrible atmosphere with an F. 
<laughs> very bad white men waiter looks more criminal faces <laughs> more criminal faces like as opposed pretty, to less like he's uh what's his name uh Arya stark you know from uh, game of thrones just changes a face every <laughs> yeah. time yeah i did find another review i didn't i didn't screenshot it to read aloud but that again said something like oh the management's changed everyone looks like a fucking gangster so i don't know <laughs> like maybe management's changed and it's because when we went it was um more like a like a Thai kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. More was, oriental. It was, it was very much every Asian cuisine. Yes. Which was great. But the people that worked there were also All, mostly Asian as well. Yeah. So maybe they've changed management and it's just like a bunch of scary looking white guys. They were eight, nine. <laughs> we're yeah. trying to rob the public. Um, <laughs> uh... Can you just read that that little rabbit? So I just, I want to yeah, make sense so that, of it. So, well, it says... Uh, Everything from there. Something, something, bad atmosphere, empty pots, make you waiting long time to refill. And when they did, was a little bit to feed a rabbit. So I think what she's saying is they didn't, like, when things got empty, they did, they, it took a long time to refill them. And when they did, it was enough to feed a rabbit. As okay. in, like, it was not a lot. Oh, that, I mean, that really wouldn't be a lot. For, for a rabbit. Rabbits yeah. probably don't eat that much. But rabbits wouldn't be eating chicken chow mein then. In a scary restaurant. And then the last sentence is really cool. Um, Never going there again from paradise is used to be now to hell. That was deep. That's the name of the podcast for this. That's the episode title. Now to hell. That's the episode. Okay. <laughs> from paradise. Yeah, from paradise to hell. All right. Um, on that note, I'll end this. Uh, thanks for coming, Connor. Thanks for being a great host, Jess. Oh, Jessica. thank you, Jessica. Thanks, Kanye. <laughs> or Roy. Or Roy. <laughs>